Investment advisory services provided by Drake & Associates, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through a separate company, Loft Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a Wisconsin insurance agency. Clients are under no obligation to purchase any recommended insurance products. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. While we believe the information in the show is reliable, we cannot guarantee its accuracy. Neither Drake & Associates or Loft Financial Advisory Group accepts any liability for the use of the information discussed. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. Please consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Before you start planning your retirement party, make sure you've got your retirement plan. You can never be too prepared for life after work, and we're here to help. This is Retirement Ready with Tony Drake. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. You can always visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Boy, holidays are, I guess we're here just about this week coming up. But uh, So we're kind of done with our classes for the year. But we have some great classes coming up on January 4th and 5th. We'll be in the Brookfield area. We're really zooming in on a new administration in Washington Lots of talk about this rising inflation, lots of proposed rising tax bills. What can you do to protect yourself and your retirement nest egg? We're going to give you some specific examples of action items you can take. We are keeping those group sizes smaller, though, so we do need you to register ahead of time. You can see all the dates and times and register right at retirementreadyshow.com. And, of course, I got Wendy Peppercorn. Hello. How you doing, Wendy? I'm doing well. Thanks. How are you? Good. Shopping done? Ready to go? I am done. I am not ready to go. Not ready to go. Lots of rapping, huh? Lots of rapping. Yes. I am so proud of myself. I've been rapping as they, I do all my stuff online, and I've been rapping as they come in because I, I'm just last year. I've said it for the last couple of years, but I said I'm not doing this last minute rapping thing where I'm up till two in the morning. I'm not a night guy. You know, I like to go to bed early, and uh, I've actually stuck with it this year. That's impressive. Pretty, yeah, we do it at the night myself. too, and the kids go to bed. Now the kids are older; they go to bed later. That wrapping yeah, tends tough. to get a little bit later. Yeah, it's certainly tough to do it that way, that's for sure. But that's how I've done it for many, many years. But really excited. We have a great show this week. And, you know, I think you can't turn on financial news without he hearing about the stock market. And anytime there's a report of a change in direction of the prices of stocks, it causes a lot of people to kind of reassess, wonder if their retirement savings is invested correctly. When markets are up, people question if they have enough invested in stocks and are often tempted to buy more or maybe venture into stocks for the first time. But when the markets are down, many people question if they have too much of their savings exposed to risk and if maybe they should sell some of their stocks. And maybe you found yourself in this type of position over the years, then today's show is for you. We're going to answer three important retirement planning questions. If your retirement savings should be invested in stocks, if so, what's the appropriate portion to allocate to the stock markets? And when might you want to consider changing that allocation? And as you listen today, I want everyone to keep in mind when it comes to investing, there is no one size fits all. That's really the purpose behind our Retirement Ready Roadmap is designing a plan that's unique and specific to you. The degree that a person should expose his or her retirement savings to risk is really a personal question with so many different factors to, to consider. 
If you're not sure that your current retirement portfolio is invested properly or just like a second opinion, remember you can reach out and schedule a complimentary consultation. You can do that at 414-999-0909 or by visiting us at retirementreadyshow.com where we'll review your portfolio. We have some really dynamic software that's going to help us analyze your risk and come up with the risk tolerance that you're comfortable with. And we really focus our financial advisory efforts on retirement planning only. So when it comes to investing, strategies used should be much different depending on your actual retirement status, right? So if your objectives and the way you should invest should be different if you've already stopped working and are dependent on your savings to provide the income you need to pay your bills. But if you're still working and are within 10 years of retirement, you're going to have very different objectives that require different strategies. So today we're going to give you some simple ways to figure out what's right for you. But we, what we really want to do is spend our time on helping you to kind of come up with a strategy that really makes sense to you and matches your vision of retirement. And you know, Wendy, I think, you know, one of the mistakes, I guess I'll call it a mistake when I started in the industry, I'm a bit of a math and data nerd. I love my statistics and I love my numbers. And you know, boy, I guess I I started working with retirees uh, in one form or another almost uh, 20 years ago now. And I focused too much on trying to convince people why they should take more risk. And I had all the math and data behind me to say, hey, when, when we sit down 20, 30 years from now, your balances, statistically, no guarantees, but your balances are going to be higher, right? What I didn't have the experience yet as such a young guy in, in the industry to know was that people deserve to sleep well at night, right? And, and if you've done, saved well and you just say, hey, I just don't want that level of risk that I had. You know, I want to be able to sleep at night. And it just seems like, you know, when our clients come in and had a great double-digit return year in the market, nobody's spending more or doing extra stuff, right? But when they lose double digits, then they're saying, can I go on a vacation? Can I do this with the kids for Christmas? And, and it just changed, you know, just losses seem to hurt more. So I think having that specific plan that's individual to you and what you're trying to accomplish really makes a massive, massive difference. We also have a great complimentary guide this week for folks called the Top 10 Things to Consider When Preparing for Retirement. And you can get your hands on that by texting Drake to 414-999-0909. That's texting Drake, D-R-A-K-E, to 414-999-0909 for your complimentary guide on the Top 10 Things to Consider When Preparing for Retirement. Of course, you can visit us and request that directly at retirementreadyshow.com. Whether you want to see our upcoming complimentary educational workshops or maybe you'd like to set up a complimentary consultation, we're talking risk this week. We can simply set up a 15-minute phone call or a 60-minute virtual or in-person, and we can help you analyze your risk and determine what might be the appropriate risk level for you. You can see all of those options and sign up right at retirementreadyshow.com. Got Wendy Peppercorn. Hello. How you doing, Wendy? I'm doing great. So what's our Christmas, like Christmas meal at the Peppercorn household? Is there traditional, what you guys eat, serve, cook? What do you guys like to do? You know, traditionally, Christmas Eve was always sushi buffet. Oh, there you go. Yes, all of my kids enjoy it. Yes, and this year we're finding with the environment we're in, it's hard to find a buffet. So we're still going to do either a Chinese-Japanese kind of, I'm not sure where yet. That's the task that's That's put in front of us. That's a great tradition. I like it. 
Yeah, like kids it. enjoy it, and it's I easy. There's do. no cooking and no cleanup for that me. Is so. t- that's, that's the key, right? That's perfect. Well, we got a great show this week, Wendy. We're talking about risk and the appropriate levels of risk for different people. And, you know, I think we have to kind of start the conversation. There are risks and rewards when it comes to stock market investments. Yeah, absolutely. And it's very important to review that. Everybody should review it. Risk and reward, it's very subjective. I mean, you always say the more risk you take, the more reward you should get from that risk. That's not always the case. Many professionals believe that at least some portion of a person's savings should be invested in the stock market. The reason for that, on average, is because stocks have provided a solid opportunity for long-term growth. Growing your retirement savings is especially important when it comes to combating the risks of inflation. And we're seeing that now. And the possibility of outliving your savings and a lot of questions that our clients ask is that. And despite stock volatility, securities and stock market type investments have had an impressive record of providing returns over the long term. Historically, S&P returns have averaged about 10% annually. With potential returns this high, it might appear that everyone should have all their money invested in stocks, right? Yeah, but not exactly. And already, you already know the reason. There's an opposite side to the potential rewards of investing in the stock market and the risk of loss. And a lot of people, as you said earlier, Tony, just don't, can't stomach the loss. You know, a very subjective term. Stocks are typically much more volatile than many other types of financial instruments. And because of this volatility, the prices of stocks and mutual funds can go up, but they can also go down. And sometimes these drops in price last for only a few weeks or a few months, but it can also take years or even decades before they might recover. You know, recovery from our COVID pandemic that we saw last year, you know, that related crash took only a few months for the markets to get back to pre-COVID highs. But really, people have that year of 2008 still ingrained in their head, where we saw a drop of over 50% in the market, which took more than four years to fully recover. And that leaves a sting for a lot of people. With a potential loss of that 50%, some wonder if they should even have any of their retirement savings in stocks. You know, why take the risk when it comes to money you'll need to retire? Like, why take that extra risk? And that might be correct for some, and especially for those that have the majority of their assets in the retirement accounts, that their future income needs are certain to be met, even with no growth in funds. But certainly for some now, and with the growth we've seen in inflation and prices, for some, it takes millions and millions of dollars in retirement accounts that a lot of retirement uh, retirees don't have right now. And for the rest of us, there's one big certain that we simply can't ignore, that we must avoid the potential anxiety of outliving our savings and our assets. And for that, most retirees need to experience at least some of growth in their retirement accounts. Great points. And, and I think, you know, we've heard so much about inflation recently and kind of this elevated inflation and these consumer price index numbers that are coming out and you know we saw kind of a massive cost of living increase you know for social security albeit a lot of that was eaten up by increases in, in medicare costs but you know I, I think we know that growth is a great way to hedge inflation and it's just again about striking that right balance right what's the right amount in growth and and even within that growth bucket if you think about it we can have so many different <laughs> levels of risk right so what's going to be appropriate for you wendy might be different for me and somebody else so we really need to think through that process and make sure and, and we talk so much about our retirement ready roadmap and there should be five distinct areas you're addressing investments and risk is one of them but that's just part of your overall plan but it's an important part and it's a part you want to get right because what we don't want to see happen is that 2008 happened where the market you know cuts in half i think it was about a 16-month period 
and you panic and sell at the bottom. That's about the worst decision we can make in retirement. For folks that want to continue their education, we have a great complimentary guide this week called the Top 10 Things to Consider When Preparing for Retirement. You can get your hands on that by texting DRAKE to 414-999-0909. That's texting DRAKE, D-R-A-K-E, to 414-999-0909 for your complimentary copy of the Top 10 Things to Consider When Preparing for Retirement. You can always visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Boy, holidays are here, a couple of fun weeks ahead, but we have some great classes to kick off the new year. We're going to be in the Brookfield area on January 4th and 5th, talking about this rising inflationary environment, taking a look at some of these tax proposals coming out of Washington, and more importantly, how do you protect your retirement nest egg from taxes and inflation? We're going to give you some actionable items. We are keeping those group sizes smaller, though. You can see all the dates and times and register right at retirementreadyshow.com. Got Wendy Peppercorn. Hello. How are you, Wendy? Doing great. So I think inquiring minds want to know, what, what did we get the hubby for Christmas? Can we announce it here? Or is it still, <laughs> maybe it's too early. You know, I, he does listen, especially, you know, oh. he it's just a, a concentrated effort of you and I on so the show. So it's him and my mom. We have two listeners. Yeah, two. We've doubled. That's great. We've doubled. We've doubled. Do you have to pay him or? <laughs> Extra Christmas Extra presents. Extra Christmas presents or chores at the house if he tunes in. I like it. Well, if you're listening, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. But great topic this week, Wendy. We're talking about risk and what, what's the appropriate amount of risk. And, you know, I, I think this idea that, you know, it needs to be individual and specific to you. And it's really about finding that right balance for you and your family. It has, absolutely is. The risk and the concept of risk is such a subjective term. I can have clients come in and say they want to take all the risk in the world, and really they're looking for maybe a large cap stock, which is not going to be as aggressive as a small cap stock. So kind of what you alluded to earlier, Tony, is that there's all kinds of different investments within the stock category that we can even review and add to clients' portfolios. But before we specifically discuss strategies for balancing risk and reward, I think it's really important for us to talk about personal attitude towards that investment risk. It's important to take a cold, hard look inward to assess your personal tolerance when it comes to dealing with the ups and downs of the stock market. It's easy to show numbers on paper and talk about it, but when it becomes much more visible on your monthly statement, it tends to mean a little bit more. The, t the problem with reading books on investing and talking to a financial advisor, even listening to someone like us on the radio, is that you can easily get the impression that you should be investing in a manner that might make you somewhat uncomfortable. And really, that's not the case. That's what we tend to shy away from for all of our clients. And it's kind of funny. Socrates used the maxim, know thyself. And perhaps nothing is more important and meaningful than that when it comes to investing. A financial advisor has the obligation to assess each client's level of risk before building a financial plan or suggesting specific products or investments. And I love sitting down with clients. They find it sometimes very easy to do our little risk <laughs> reward information. Some of them really think hard and long about it because I think that 2008 and that downturn in the market kind of sticks in their head. Questionnaires, tests, assessments, they're all used and they can be good. They can give us a starting point, but it's really not about the level of exposure that a lost person might comfortably endure. And that's so important. And to complicate matters even more, a person's attitude concerning tolerance for risk can easily and quickly change as circumstances change. And I've even found between husbands and wives, spouses, you know, they have different 
feelings towards risk. You know, when the markets are booming, it's easy to believe that you're comfortable with risk. You know, I want all the upside potential in the world, and I'm sure everybody else does too. But then the next crash comes along, and the change in attitude is you see your retirement savings go down 10 or 20 or even 30% or more. You know, similar to what you said, Tony, is that we don't want to sell at the low point. We really want to establish that plan to tolerate the risk and have a long-term plan. And the reason why it's so important to accurately gauge someone's tolerance for risk is that you don't mess up the cardinal rule when it comes to investing. And again, don't do it, you know, but it's that buy low, sell high is what we want to do. And that's the cardinal rule. And you get that emotion built into that risk and the drop and then things change. So a key to using stocks and stock mutual funds is to grow your retirement accounts. You want to outpace inflation, make sure you have retirement savings. And again, that emotion gets in the way and causes many people to do the opposite. And that's where I think we add a benefit, come into play. Take the emotion out of it. Really review a client's plans. You know, markets shoot up. We fear they miss out. So, you know, we don't want to make a wrong decision. Great points. And, and I think when you think about assessing your personal risk, three great questions you could ask yourself today. How much investment loss could I comfortably endure in a single year? How much investment loss could I comfortably endure over a five-year period? And then what's that comfortable, com boy, that's tough. What's that level of comfort over a 10-year period? And once you can answer those questions, we can start to craft a plan that works for you. For folks that want to continue their education, we have a great complimentary guide this week called the Top 10 Things to Consider When Preparing for Retirement. You can get your hands on that by texting DRAKE to 414-999-0909. That's texting DRAKE, D-R-A-K-E, to 414-999-0909 for your complimentary copy of the Top 10 Things to Consider when preparing for retirement. Of course, you can always visit us directly and request that guide at retirementreadyshow.com. We have a couple of great ways to kick off the new year, whether you want to set up a complimentary consultation to analyze your risk or get your complimentary retirement ready roadmap. We can do that right there. Or you can take a look at our educational workshops coming up in January. We'll be in Brookfield on the 4th and 5th, talking taxes, inflation, how to protect yourself. We, of course, are keeping those group sizes smaller, so we do need you to register ahead of time at retirementreadyshow.com. Wendy Peppercorn. Hello. Great to have you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, that's for sure. So eggnog or no eggnog in the peppercorn household? Eggnog. Yes. Absolutely. I'm not an eggnog guy. No? I think uh, it's what you grew up with. We didn't have it growing up, so. Okay. Mark, my husband, tends to like it quite a bit, and... Either way, spiked or not spiked. a little spiked. something in there? Is that, is that the key? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's certainly uh, certainly fun. I love the holiday traditions. I love hearing what families do and what's special for you. know, To me, it's so much about that family time and being together, and it's great to hear what people do that's different and unique. So. Absolutely. Fun, fun stuff. This week, Wendy, we're talking about risk, and we talked a little bit about analyzing that. And I think what, you know, timing is what becomes really important and as folks know we, we really focus on working with people that are in retirement or rapidly zooming in on that and we know that losses early in retirement can be pretty impactful so you need to make sure because inevitably there will be market downturns and you need to make sure you have the time to ride that out and maybe time is the one variable in retirement we start to give up 
And it, some people, yes, I would say, I think that's the case. We're seeing a little bit now of people taking a lot of more um, risk early on as they're accumulating assets. And then there's really no reason to take any unnecessary risk. And we talk about that a lot, you know, when we review with clients. The reason that the answers to the questions, you know, that you said earlier, Tony, about how much risk you're comfortable with over the different time periods is important is because that historic volatility of the stock market. If you combine the 2008 crash with the prior dot-com bubble crash, stock market investors had a period of about 10 pretty bad years. That period from 2000 to the end of 2009 is often returned to, referred to as the lost decade because annualized returns for the S&P 500 that a lot of people use for their benchmark was a negative 0.95%. Since World War II, there have been 12 bear markets resulting in a decline of more than 30%. And that for some can be quite a bit. And it's very important to review that and know that. And when it comes to stock, mar stock market losses, the question is not if they will occur, it's when they will occur and how long they will take to recover. All different things that we stress test our portfolios, talk about with our clients, talk about through risk. We do show them, you know, if you choose this, this is what you can expect. It's very important to talk about that. The last, the time you must have if you're or to recover your losses has a lot to do with your age. If you're more than 10 years away from retirement, then you likely have plenty of time. But again, you need to know yourself because regardless of how much time is on your side, a market recovery does you no good if you panicked and sold out during that bottom crash. But if you're more in the 75 or 80 year old range, time might not necessarily be on your side to make up any substantial losses. So it's really important to ask yourself if you really want to spend the final years of your life waiting for the markets to recover. Now, if you're 65 years old, in good health, time's likely still pretty good on your side. Chances are that you will need growth on some portion of your savings to combat the effects of inflation and minimize the risk of outliving your savings. But if you stopped working, you know, also need income to live as well. You want to keep doing all the fun things you did before retirement, in retirement, and probably even more. And important considerations, if you want that income and the spending, it's to support to be tied to the ups and downs of the market. And age is such a big factor, Wendy. To your point, we need to think about that time horizon. But we also need to consider, <clears throat> excuse me, what I refer to as your emotional risk, right? How much, if we were sitting down uh, six months or a year from now and the market was down 20, 30, 40 plus percent, is it panic time? and sell everything to reduce risk or is it hey i don't love this of course but i know long term if i keep my risk higher i'm going to make more money and that's what i'm trying to accomplish and striking that right balance and understanding that there's no right or wrong answers right if you've been a good saver and your your spending is within within the right percentages that were the right amounts for what you've saved you've really earned the right to say hey this is the level of risk I want, whether that's high, low, or somewhere in between, and finding that right balance of risk becomes really important. For folks that want to continue their education, we have a great complimentary guide this week called the Top 10 Things to Consider When Preparing for Retirement. You can get your hands on that guide by texting DRAKE to 414-999-0909. That's texting DRAKE, D-R-A-K-E, to 414-999-0909 for your complimentary copy of the top 10 things to consider when preparing for retirement. Of course, you can always visit us and request that directly or set up your complimentary consultation at retirementreadyshow.com. We have some great opportunities. If you just have a quick question, you can set up a 15-minute phone call. It's complimentary. 
or you can set up a more in-depth complimentary consultation, whether you prefer virtual or in-person, and we can start to work on your retirement-ready roadmap. That's a complimentary process. You can see all of those options and sign up for that right at retirementreadyshow.com. Wendy Peppercorn. Hello. Christmas week here. Christmas week is here. My kids, especially my younger, my youngest daughter, Ava, she's pretty excited. Oh, I bet. Yes. Uh, I would have to say the girls are a little bit more excited than my son. Yeah. They give me the lists. You know, they want to make sure I've got it all accomplished and, uh, you know, got to keep them guessing. Yeah, you got to keep them guessing. I like that. My kids do the list too, but I'd like to like to deviate from the list absolutely they can't exp know what they're getting that's right. no fun that's no fun that's no fun at all i agree great topic this week wendy we're talking about risk and how you know you really want to have you know a plan a retirement ready roadmap that's kind of sp specific to your needs and your family and there's kind of a long kind of simple rule that's called the rule of 100. now i'm going to make the argument today that it's probably a little bit too simple we use a much more dynamic method at our firm here. But if you're a self-trader doing things on your own, it might be something you want to consider um, due to its simplicity. Some people like simplicity. I just make the argument that maybe it's too simple. Yeah, I, I would have to say it's a good rule at some point, kind of like the 4% rule of distributions and things that we've used as rules of thumb, you know, over the ages. And right now, just with the complexities in the market and inflation and interest rates and different things that are going on in our environment, I think it's great that everybody, I'm biased, will sit down with a financial advisor and have their plan reviewed. But if you're more of a do-it-yourselfer and you'd like a simple strategy, you know, many people employ this 100 minus age rule. And it's used to determine the appropriate amount of retirement savings to expose to the stock market based on age. And you may have heard of it. You know, it's it's been out there for a while. I don't think it's as common now, but again, people may have used it. Um, it's certainly, you know, before going into the details, it's important to say that some rules of thumb when it comes to something is important for your future can be dangerous. So you'd always want to use that, you know, that grain of salt, that rule of thumb. Again, determining if and how much to invest in the stock market's a very personal decision. Best way to get this right is to sit down with an experienced financial advisor who can walk you through, step by step, your best options based on you and your specific circumstances. So please think of this 100 minus age rule as only a guideline for allocating assets between risk and reward at your age. What's helpful about this rule, again, Tony, is that simplicity. You know, it does kind of lays it out pretty straightforward. It dictates that the percentage of a person's savings that's invested in equities should always equal 100 minus that person's age. Now, again, I don't know if that's true. You know, we have longevity in the world as well. So many people are living 85, 90, 95 years old. You really want that longevity. And I think that's why sitting down with an experienced financial professional coming in and sitting with us. You know, I really like to plan for all of our clients to age 100 at this point if we can do it. I really want to make sure that they have the assets to potentially, you know, outlive and maybe even give, you know, forward if they can. So the percentage, for example, that a person's age 65, you know, they should limit his percentage of stock market type investments to 35% of the total. That's 100 minus the age of 65, equaling that recommended 35% allocation to stocks. At age 80, there should be mo no more than 20% invested in stocks, mutual funds, mutual funds, and the like. And to follow this rule with each year, you adjust and reallocate. 
do this, and as you age, you'll reduce your total allocation to the stock market. Where I pause again, Tony, is then what type of stocks in the stock market? Great question. And again, I think these are, you know, general rules. Some people are adjusting that if you read some of the financial news and calling it the rule of 115, which of course will cause you have a little bit more at risk in the market. But, you know, this is a very general concept, often not dynamic enough to really serve you and your family. But it's a general rule of thumb if you want to start to, you know, maybe you're a self-trader and you want to start to get an idea what my allocation should look like and how I should adjust that and how I might want to consider making additional changes throughout my retirement to reduce my, my exposure to risk. Now, again, some of that depends on your balances, right? If you've been a great saver and you're living off of a tiny portion of your portfolio, you can, you know, on paper, you can afford more risk if you're emotionally comfortable with that. For folks looking to continue their education, we have a great complimentary guide this week called the Top 10 Things to Consider When Preparing for Retirement. You can get your hands on that guide by texting Drake to 414-999-0909. That's texting Drake, D-R-A-K-E, to 414-999-0909, excuse me, to get your complimentary copy of the Top 10 Things to Consider When Preparing for Retirement. Of course, you can always visit us and request that directly at retirementreadyshow.com. Maybe you want to take us up on that complimentary consultation, or maybe your New Year's resolution is to kick off with some financial education. We have some great complimentary workshops coming up. January 4th and 5th, we'll be in the Brookfield area talking rising taxes, rising inflation. We know these can take a big bite out of your retirement nest egg. How do you protect yourself? We are, of course, keeping those group sizes smaller, so we do need you to register ahead of time. You can find all of those options at retirementreadyshow.com. Got Wendy Peppercorn. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. It's here. Lots of great family traditions and good to get everybody together. Hopefully everybody's staying healthy and safe and, you know, having a good time with family. Yeah, I know that there's probably a lot of people, I think, that are still working through some health concerns. So where you can get together, be safe, have some fun, and I think it's nice. It's a weekend, too. I like to celebrate on the weekend. I know. I enjoy it. It feels a little bit more getting the family together. Like, maybe we're getting a little bit closer back to normal, whatever normal means nowadays. But uh, great topic this week. We're talking about risk, and we were talking a little bit about this rule of 100 and trying to determine, you know, how much risk is appropriate. But I think a big question becomes, you know, what do you use for the rest of your portfolio? What financial instruments? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're supposed to just have the percentage of stocks minus 100, again, what type of stocks? Are you looking at individual stocks, stock mutual funds, stock exchange traded funds? There's so many different options in the world, and I think new options coming in to the world every day. Which one do you choose? Which one's right for you? What's the risk, right risk exposure? You know, that key question on the financial instruments to use is important for everybody. What do you use in your retirement savings? What's the most important? What's going to give you the most return for longevity? There's many options that you can look at for your retirement savings from bank CDs, government bonds, corporate bonds, fixed rate annuities, and so much more. What works best is based on an individual and their individual circumstances. There's no right or wrong. And like you said, Tony, early on when you started, you thought everybody needed to take on risk. 
I'm kind of a risk taker myself as well. So I really try hard not to steer anybody towards that specific risk. Like you need to do this because I really hate to get that call later on when someone has that anxiety and they're so upset. That is not the goal of the proper financial plan. And something that, you know, we really strive for at Drake and Associates. You know, we're really trying to work with our clients appropriately. And it's so important that it's always worth restating. A person should not feel compelled to use any specific allocation. Just because some rule or tactic says that it's appropriate for you doesn't mean it's one shoe fits all. It's really important to sit down, have a conversation, work through it, work through the numbers. You know, percentages you use in your retirement plan should be adjusted up and down based on individual circumstances. That's part of the great part of the plan that we put into place is that we run those what-if scenarios and we plan for the long term for all of our clients so they're comfortable with the risk they're taking and the reward that they're receiving. And I talked a little bit, Wendy, about our process being a little bit different than that kind of simple rule of 100 or rule of 115. And we use a really great tool. It's very dynamic. And if you're interested, this is a complimentary process with us. But we start by going through and asking you a series of questions. And our tool has some great algorithms that then determines from 1 to 99, think 99 being more risky than the market itself, S&P 500's in the mid-70s or so. Our Bitcoin? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then one is like, hey, I don't care about inflation. I don't care about gains. I want everything at the bank making next to 0%, and I just want it safe. And it helps us determine what I call your emotional risk. How much risk are you comfortable taking? Then the neat process is we can actually load in your current investments and see is the risk you're comfortable taking aligned with the risk you're actually taking. And oftentimes, let's say by way of example, somebody says, hey, you know, we answered a question they're comfortable at a 40. Oftentimes we see their portfolios at a 78 or 80, which begs the question, why are you taking double the risk that you're comfortable taking? And boy, it seems like, you know, vast majority of the time the answer people give me is one of two answers. Either I had no idea or they say, if I told my advisor once, I've told him or her a hundred times, I did not want that much risk. And I just had no clue that that was happening. So sometimes it's a great eye opening experience. Then we can do fun things like stress tested, look at internal costs, all kinds of neat data points we can look at. But I think the big thing to see is, am I taking the risk that I'm comfortable taking? And if not, is it a good time to make some adjustments? And how do I make those adjustments? What should I be thinking about? And again, that's all a completely complimentary process with us. For folks that would like to continue their education, we have a great complimentary guide this week called the Top 10 Things to Consider When Preparing for Retirement. You can get your hands on that by texting DRAKE to 414-999-0909. That's texting DRAKE, D-R-A-K-E, to 414-999-0909 for your complimentary copy of the Top 10 Things to Consider When Preparing for Retirement. Of course, you can always visit us directly at retirementreadyshow.com. Whether you'd like to set up that complimentary consultation or request the guide, you can do that right at retirementreadyshow.com.